Hi there and welcome to Why Wonder Simple Sex Ed. So today we're talking about three ways to talk to your under eight year old about sexual education. So the three things we're talking about today are number one, read books. Number two is to make the most of opportunities that you have around you organically. And number three is ask them. Now, I know that this is a big deal. Um, I've said before, we're not used to talking about it. We're not used to just talking about sex ed with our kids. And remember, sex ed isn't about teaching kids how to have sex. It's not about the act itself. It's about changing bodies they're changing bodies, all the things that they all go through. So um, we'll get stuck into it. But um, first, I'm Rachel Delzo. Thank you for coming to um, Why Wonder. Um, down in the link or down below in the little description area, there'll be a link to um, my five activities um, to help take the awkwardness and embarrassment out of um, talking about sex ed with your kids. Um, so click that, go and have a look at it. Click subs subscribe to my um, channel here and um, let's get started into three ways to talk to your under eight year old about sexual education or sex ed. I like calling it sex ed. So number one is books. Books are awesome, any books. Reading books to your kids at any time is an awesome thing to do. I love books. I don't read enough books, but kids' books are fantastic. And it's a good way because somebody else is helping you to actually start the conversation. So I have a few books here that I want to show you very quickly. Um, this one is The Amazing True Story of How Babies Are Made by Fiona. Katowskis. I'm really sorry if Fiona you ever happen to see this or anybody who has the same name, last name, I'm really sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. However, what I can do is say that this book is the bee's knees. It is so good um, explaining from the very beginning that um, it tells you what boys and girls, the differences between um, their private parts um, it talks about puberty, it talks about the different ways babies can be made, so you definitely need a sperm and an egg. Um, however, there's IVF or there's um, having sex. Um, then it talks about um, pregnancy, birth, either vaginal or caesarean, and then um, a little bit about after um, the baby's born really good starting book for any age. So I know I'm talking about under eights because at the moment, if you have kids at this age, it's a bit easier to start the conversations because they want the knowledge. They haven't learned to be embarrassed yet. We're the ones who are feeling awkward, not them. Kids under that age haven't learned properly that this could be an embarrassing subject. We don't want to teach them that it is because we just want to teach them that this is how their bodies are made and this is how what their bodies are made to do. So, first book. 
When we're teaching sex ed, we are also teaching body safety. So consent, that's obviously a big one and something that everyone needs to learn in any situation. But when we're teaching sex ed, when we're teaching them about um, what their body can do and that private parts are private and all that sort of stuff, we're teaching teaching them body safety. So that another book that I love is called My Underpants Rule. And right now I'm really hoping that these words aren't backwards because this is all very new. So I'm really hoping that the words are the right way around as opposed to what I'm seeing on my video. Anyway, side note. So my underpants rule is a funny book. It says funny words about all the different nicknames we have for private parts. And you'll find out soon enough that balls, that's funny, balls sakes, balls is funny. So they have lots of those sort of words, but they also teach you that um, knowing the proper names is really important. So this has a really good rhyme, what's under my pants belongs only to me. And so that's something you can talk to your kids about as you're going along. They can repeat it with you. They can say it themselves. Um, and then it just gives a couple of scenarios of what what might you do if this particular thing happens. So a good book about body safety. Another one of my favourites. Oops. Kate and Rod Power wrote this book. Well done, Kate and Rod. Next one is No Means No by Janine Sanders. Um, mind you, these are so far three Australian authors. Just something fun. Um, no Means No is again another body safety book. My body is mine. I'm the boss of my body. So no one can come. We, we as adults don't like people coming into our space if we don't want them to. So like I've um, said in other videos, when Auntie Sally, Uncle Steve, poor Auntie Sally, poor Uncle Steve, when they come over, come over, if your kid doesn't want to kiss them, they don't have to. They can listen to their body cues. They can do what they feel safe doing. So this is just telling them no means no. It doesn't mean for crossing the road and it's dangerous and I need to hold your hand, they can go no. No, it's talking about their body and what they allow to come into their space really good um last one for now is mummy laid an egg by babette cole just funny it's just a funny book about um how babies are made so um the two kids end up teaching their parents the real way babies are made so we feel like and this is what has happened in teaching our kids sex ed, sex ed we feel like we need to lie to them not tell them the whole truth because oh, shame and embarrassment this is a book that has turned that around. So the mum and dad say birds and bees, all those sort of things. But then the kids say, well, I think mum and dad, we need to tell you how the, the real way babies are made. Really funny and good and entertaining. So books are awesome because nowadays they're made a bit more entertaining, a bit more lighthearted so that um, we can, again, take away the awkwardness and embarrassment what I said at the beginning is that it's us who are feeling that. Your under eight year old and potentially your older kids if you have them, they haven't learnt yet to be embarrassed by this. They might have heard around school and whatever else that, oh, we can't talk about that. Let's not, let's not perpetuate 
um, the embarrassment of sex ed. So second um, way to start a conversation and um, to talk to your kids about sex ed is making the most of situations. Now this is also potentially a hard one, but making the most of situations. So if your kids, um, when, when, you're, when they're getting dressed, when they're having a bath, when they're having a shower, when you're helping them do those things, if that's what you're doing, telling them the proper names of their private parts. That's your penis, that's your vulva, um, scrotum, testicles, vagina, bottom, anus, all those sort of words. Telling them, oh, I'm drying your penis right now. Um, even when they're babies, um, changing their nappies. I'm just, I know I use lots of, um, I'm a bit animated, but anyway, I'm just lifting your penis so I can clean it. So it's telling them straight away what the names of their private parts are called. And with doing that, you can also tell them that they're private because they're yours. You're the boss of your body. So no one can touch or see unless there's a good reason to. So like in the book, The Underpants Rule, um, if, if you're hurt, if you've got a sore penis, got a sore vulva, vagina, you need to see a doctor. They're going to have to look and touch just for a moment, just to see what's wrong. When um, you have bigger kids and little kids, the big kids going, oh, no, that's their private parts. You can't touch there. You're the parent or carer. You need to change nappies. You need to help younger kids dry themselves and all that sort of stuff. But that's teaching them these are the boundaries. This is why I can do it right now. When you can do it by yourself, go for it. But at the moment, I'm helping you. I'm your trusted adult and I'm helping you. So they're the moments, some of the moments that you can, um, in that moment. So what did I say? Make the most of a situation. That's making the most of that situation to tell them their private parts names and why they're private. If your child says how babies are made, tell them. Yes, there's, there's age appropriateness. So um, ultimately, babies are made by a sperm and an egg. They get together like a puzzle and that becomes the baby in the mother's uterus, not in their tummy, in the mum's uterus or womb, whatever word you like to use. Simply, that's the simplest way to say it. An egg from the mum, a sperm from the dad they get together, that's how babies are made. As they get older, you can say, um, when a mum and dad, so, so for instance, if we get onto another question that they might ask is what is sex? Sex is how babies are made when they're little, when they're very young. Mums and dads who love each other, care for each other, parents love each other, care for each other, they want to make a baby. And so sex is making a baby. As they get a bit older, it's something that adults do, that adults who care for each other or love each other, however you want to say it. Um, it's what they do to show love sometimes. Um, however, we're bringing in the consent and the, um, the body safety part of it. It's between, it should always be between two consenting adults. It's not for kids. It's not for people who say no. 
It's for two adults who want to. And it's to show a way of love. So it may not always be to make a baby, um, but that's that's what sex is. So when they're older, and I'm going to do another video about for older kids, but when they're older, that's when you can tell them um, what sex actually is, penis, vagina, all that sort of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, you can keep it very simple but tell them when they ask you. So um, that's private parts, which is including body safety. How's babies, how babies are made and what sex is. It's telling them um, sperm and egg, but it's also teaching them body safety as well because you're telling them about consent, that it's two adults who have said yes, who want to show each other how they care, how they love each other, but also the purpose is to make a baby um so this could happen in the car it could be while you're watching telly it could be while you're having dinner who knows kids ask questions all different times try your hardest to put away the embarrassment and all that sort of stuff and the awkwardness that you are feeling because i know i felt it too it's that's <laughs> it happens but we have to get over that so that we can help our kids um, learn about what their bodies are doing so that our kids can learn about body safety so we have to get over it um, I understand that this could be really difficult for some people I really do understand that but to make changes for our kids so that our kids don't have to feel the same way about um, about our bodies as we might do. We have to be strong and help our kids learn better than we did. Number three is if you're comfortable, this might be a bit of a tougher one, but if you're comfortable, ask your kids what they know. Ask them again, same sort of situations when they're in the bath or when you're changing them, when you're whatever's happening, when they've got when they're in the nutty, ask them if they know what their private parts, the proper names of their private parts. Ask them if they know what they're called. Ask them to point to them. Ask them if they know um, who can touch and see. Ask them what they know. Ask them if they know how babies are made. Ask them what they know. And then if they do know the things, ask them how they found that out. If it wasn't you specifically who's told them about it, ask them how they know. So ask them if they know what puberty is or um, ask them if they know what's going to happen to them as they get older. Ask them if they know any changes that are going to happen in their body. This is a tough one because if they say no, they might then say, well, what's the answer? And you're going to have to tell them. So be brave because it is about being brave. Um, this is... For some people, slips off their tongue, no worries. For a lot of people, it's scary. For a lot of people, it's just awkward and embarrassing. For a lot of people, it brings up things that um, they would prefer not to ever have to talk about. Um, and I totally understand that. But in a way, it's not about us. It's about our kids and telling them the information they need to know because it's going to happen. 
they, whether they have babies or not, who knows? But the point is, they're going to go through puberty. They're going to get, um, they're going to get bigger. Their body is going to change. There's nothing that we can do about that. And I think we would much prefer to help them through that than just close our eyes and shut off our ears and hope for the best. We don't want them getting information from their friends that might not be correct or accurate. We don't want them to get it from the internet where porn is all over the shop and it is hurtful to our kids to see that sort of thing. We want to be the trusted adult that tells them everything they need to know. So three ways to talk to your under eight kid about sexual education. Um, read books. If, if, if you can't do anything else, if, if you're not ready for anything else, read books because they are helpful and awesome. Secondly, um, what did I say? Make the most of a situation. And thirdly, ask them what they know. So hopefully that's been helpful for you. And hopefully there's something in here that you can go and do right now with your kids to help them understand about the changes that are going on in their bodies and that will go on. So thank you for watching. Remember in the description for the link to go to my website to get five activities to take the awkwardness and embarrassment out of sex ed with your kids and enjoy it. Have a good day and I'll see you again.